Hi, this is Ramel from the Girl Can I Ask You Something podcast. I want to welcome you back to the show as usual. However, this week we are replaying our Mercury in Retrograde episode. Why? Because we had some technical difficulties this week. Oh my goodness, during Mercury in Retrograde. So we thought it was perfectly appropriate to replay this episode. We appreciate your patience and we will be back next week, I promise. All right, hope you guys had a great Memorial Day weekend. Take care. Welcome back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. This is Twanda. And this is Ramel. Hey, Ramel. Hey, girl. Hey. Oh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. This one, this is one I've been waiting on for a little while now. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. <laughs> what I need to know. Yes. Well, listen, girl, can I ask you something? Yes, Twanda. What's up? What in the world? is Mercury retrograde. Girl, when you brought this topic up, I was like, girl, I don't know. I keep hearing about it, but I have no clue as to what it's about. So, and okay. you're like, well, I want to talk to somebody about that. I'm going to tell you, I, every so often, I'll be going down on my Facebook list and somebody says, watch out, folks. Mercury is in retrograde. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, Okay. But what does that mean? And then I get the notification. All right, carry on. Mercury retrograde is over. And, and you know like, what? Ooh. They have a bitmoji that even says like <laughs> Mercury and retrograde. I mean, like when bitmoji gets involved, I mean, it must be something, yeah, right? It's got to be serious, <laughs> right? But I don't know what it means. So whenever we don't know what something means. We go get somebody. We go get somebody to find out. <laughs> And so today we have Misty Oaks Paxton. She refers to herself as the spiritual attorney. I think she's so an attorney cool. by profession. Mm -hmm. but her passion is counseling her clients on universal spiritual and metaphysical laws. She is certified medic. She is a certified meditation and mindfulness coach, a spiritual life coach, a speaker, a writer, an energy healer. I think she's going to be on TV too. So anyway, she's a gifted, intuitive reader who uses tarot, birth, love, and destiny cards to help her clients, uh, give her clients guidance and confirmation. Did you know that there were that many cards? Like, I didn't know. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't, no, I, didn't I didn't have any idea. Yeah. She so she, everything, she right? Like, Listen, she is an all-around light worker who uses her gifts to heal, empower, inspire, and raise the vibration of the planet. Hey. See the word planet in there? I was like, <laughs> she's the one we need to talk to. Yes. Because she might know what's going on with these planets. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait for her yeah. to kind of get into this. Well, um, girl, can I ask you something, Misty? You sure can. What in the world's going on with Mercury retrograde? The planet is going <laughs> wild. Let's start with one question because we have a ton of questions. So before we sure. even get to the Mercury retrograde, let me just take a few steps back because we're talking about planets. Mm -hmm. So I want to understand what is 
astrology and how is it different from astronomy? And <laughs> just, just saying that was a tongue twister. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll be quiet because yeah. I want to hear. <laughs> You're fine. And there are only very slight differences between each of those. So astronomy is what they refer to as a hard science. So for example, colleges and university have, they have astronomy as a class, but they don't have astrology. Okay. So astronomy is the study of the celestial bodies themselves. So the planets, the moons, their moons, um, all the stars, all the celestial bodies and the universe itself. So it studies the movement of physical matter in space. Now, astrology, what that is, is the study of how the celestial bodies have an influence on us as human beings on this planet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay? okay. So astronomy is more of a, a study of the physical matter. Mm-hmm. And astrology is more an energetic study as to how those celestial energies have an effect on us on the planet Earth. Now, that is considered a pseudoscience or a sort of science, astrology is. Mm -hmm. However, I find that very fascinating um, because if you're aware of how the tides of the ocean ebb and flow, right, Mm -hmm. they are influenced by the gravitational pull of the moon. The moon creates something called a tidal force. And depending on how strong or how weak that force is determines whether we get high or low tides on the planet Earth, right? That's hard science, right? That is a hard science, yeah, because that would deal with astronomy. Okay. But if you think about it, our bodies are made up of about 70% water, Mm -hmm. as well as the surface of the Earth is covered in about 70% water. So if we can recognize as a hard science that the celestial body of the moon has an influence on the water of the earth mm-hmm. and the ocean, then you can also correlate that the celestial bodies have an influence on our physical bodies, which are mostly water, and also have an influence on the, the earth, you know, the energy of the earth. Just hold on a second. I understand why you're the spiritual attorney now. She just broke that argument down, right? It totally makes sense. And, and don't they say that, like, um, their doctors and, like, cops both recognize that there's a surge in mm-hmm. activity? Crimes. Crimes and, yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah, during well, the full moon. Absolutely. Well, as above, so below. That's a, that's a fundamental tenet of so many esoteric sciences, as above, so below. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is during the full moon times, that's where they get the term lunatic from. Because oh, oh lunatic, lunatic or lunacy, if y'all right? Can see us, we all have like this light bulb. This is <laughs> and <I> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Because oh, a high gravitational pull from the moon also has an effect on the mental states. of human beings so during the full moon times there's a lot of crime there's a lot of lunacy a lot of instability happening on the planet and so uh yeah there that's an actual fact that crime rises during full moon uh i have another question that i think of just now you were talking about how much our bodies are made of water and how we would also be affected by the moon and they all oftentimes we hear about a woman's cycle absolutely um and the moon and i know mm. women are more water than men mm. so a longer connection 
Absolutely. Moon and women than it would be with men? Um, the moon itself is a very feminine energy. They call it Mother Moon, right? So Father Earth, right? Mother Moon. Okay. So in ancient uh, African cultures, the, the mother was actually in the sky. It was a sky mother. Mm-hmm. So it would make more sense that the movement of celestial bodies have more of an influence on women in particular because we're more in tune with the feminine energy. As well as the moon cycles every 28 days. And what else is every 28 days, roughly, give or take a little bit of time, Mm -hmm. is the woman cycle as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, I could go so deep into the moon because there are, you know, whole sciences and cultures uh, that I don't want to say worship the moon, but they have several practices uh, that correspond with the movement of the moon because it affects so much of our physical bodies that we don't even really realize Right. Um, so yeah, I don't want to get too deep into it. Cause you know, I can go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, we, we're but... not ready for all that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we can stop now. <laughs> we got lunatic and now we're just like, wow. <laughs> we're not going to stop. We still Mind hear about this. Yes. And so the moon is just one celestial body that has an influence on us, but all of the planets really have an influence on the energy of this planet we live on. So well, when we t- go ahead. Sorry. You just said, uh, no, I, I have so many questions. It's so hard. Go ahead, fire away. <laughs> <laughs> We've heard about Mercury being in retrograde. Yes. And where you talked about all these celestial bodies. Do, do other planets do the retrograde dance thing? Yes. And it, what does that mean? What, yes. what is retrograde? Okay, so let's, so let's start here. Yes, uh, all the planets go retrograde at one time or another although some planets go retrograde much more often than others. Um, So retrograde, what does that mean? Retrograde literally means to go in an apparent backwards motion, okay? So what that means is uh, as opposed to the planets moving forward in their orbit, Mm -hmm. from our vantage point on Earth, they appear as though they're moving backwards when they go into retrograde. Okay, so anytime a planet goes retrograde, we are deprived of the benefits of that planet. Okay, Okay? so let's start with that. So we're deprived of the benefits of that planet. That's essentially what you can summarize when you hear the word retrograde. So now we have to look at what a particular planet does in order to determine how that will affect us here on Earth. Okay, this is Is this deep? Okay, well, we're going to break it down today, honey. It gets even deeper. This is like the surface level. You don't have to talk to me like a kindergarten. Okay. Go from the beginning. But so far, I'm following you just fine. Okay, perfect. The the planets aren't actually moving backwards. They just appear to be from our, our standpoint. Exactly. You got it. You got it. So... When we look at Mercury, first of all, we're most affected by Mercury, Venus, and Mars retrogrades. And that's because those three planets, or I'm sorry, those, yeah, they orbit the closest, right? Mercury, okay, got you, three. (laughs) They orbit the closest to Earth. So we feel their pull the strongest, okay? Mm -hmm. So when we look at Mercury, Mercury is the planet that rules communications. Mm. It rules technology, and also orbits the quickest around the sun and has the shortest orbit. And so therefore, when it goes backwards or when it retrogrades, 
we are deprived of those benefits. Communication. Communication, technology, technology and speed. Um, mm-hmm. So you'll notice, like for me, I will tell you this retrograde right here has been a doozy already for me. It's been all of my communications. My internet has been acting up. Uh, I've been texting people. They hadn't been getting back to me or there'll be like some breakdowns and communication of what they thought was going to happen. It didn't happen. Um, let's see what else you should not be buying any electronics or any technology based items during a retrograde because there is a very high likelihood that they will not work properly or break or you know something will go haywire with them um so essentially during a mercury retrograde you can expect certain i don't want to say breakdowns but you can expect some unexpected stuff when it comes to technology, communications, and speed. Are we Um, in it right now? Like, how long does this last? mm -hmm. So right now what we are in is Mars is in retrograde currently. Mars went into retrograde at the top of September. (laughs) (laughs) And Mercury is coming up at the top of uh, October. It will be going into retrograde. And so what happens is you have what we call a retrograde shadow period. So for two weeks before the planets actually go retrograde, it's called the shadow period. So it's like the warm up. It's like the precursor. So things might start going a little haywire, start slowing down a little bit for two weeks before the retrograde. And then the retrograde hits and you're like, okay, you can, you can feel it for the most part. It's very tangible. Um, So for me, things have slowed down quite a bit. Um, I can feel the slowdown. I can feel how communications are kind of slow. Everything is kind of like slow motion. It's not really churning away and kind of happening as fast as it was before the retrograde. So now I'm kind of like, okay, what's happening, people? Like, let's see, let's get it together. Let's keep it moving. But here's a beautiful thing about knowing when the planets are retrograde. It's that you're recognizing what energy is happening And you're working with the energy as opposed to against Against the energy. Mm -hmm. So when you know that Mercury is in retrograde, you want to work with the energy. You don't want to be forcing things. You don't want to be pushing things. You don't want to be trying to make things happen because that's working against the energy. That's a period. Go ahead. So if I'm in technology, like I'm in a a technology field, I need to Mm -hmm. take like a few weeks off. Because no, why do you need to do this right now? Everything's gonna be messed up. Let me just chill for a while. I'll be back in a few weeks. That's not a bad idea, honey. That is not a bad idea. Wouldn't that be nice? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, you know, that would be ideal, but if you can't do that and you work in a technology-based company or field, what you do want to do is recognize that right now. Things might go a little haywire. Things might not happen the way that you planned. You know, if you have a project or something that you expected to launch, it might be delayed. There might be miscommunications. Uh, There might be hitches in the plan, things that need to be fixed that you didn't see before. Um, You know, there are going to be some things that will pop up during the Mercury and retrograde period that you did not expect. So, Mm -hmm. okay, so maybe you plan for like, okay, well, we're approaching uh, retrograde. So maybe instead of planning for a five-day turnaround, maybe allow for a seven-day turnaround, that kind of thing. And that's working with it 
opposed there, to working against it. There you go. Allow some extra time for unexpected things to pop up. Mm -hmm. Allow some extra time for delays. Um, because again, the energy will naturally move a bit slower. So you may want to give yourself a little bit extra time to kind of get it all together, moving at a snail's pace, you know? Um, so yeah, you just want to be mindful of the energy that's surrounding what you're doing. And that's the beautiful part of astrology. It's not so much that the planets control what we do here on earth because we have free will at all times. Right. What it is, is that when you understand the energy that is surrounding you, you can, you know, work with that type of energy as opposed to trying to force things or be being upset. I've, I've had people get so mad at technology breaking or not working properly during retrograde that now they're frustrated. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, Mercury is a retrograde. So, you know, it's, it's a thing right now. So you just kind of got to kind of roll with it a little bit, you know. Man, I have to yeah. go back and listen to our meditation episode so I can remember to breathe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, you have to breathe. You have to breathe through it. So expect and the unexpected. Expect the unexpected. Feel out about it. Give yourself extra time because you, you go. need it. When there you go. Things go wrong, go, mm, okay. Mm. That's all mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. Breathe through yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when this is over, can you please tell me when this is over? <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. And you also want to be very mindful about your communications during Mercury and retrograde, mm -hmm. um, because again, they can be frustrating. There can be misunderstandings. And so you may have to put in some extra time, some extra care and extra effort to really uh, be understood and make sure you're understanding, you know? Um, and so... One other thing I want to mention is that Mercury, the planet, rules two signs. It rules the sign of Gemini and it rules the sign of Virgo. And so anytime about me again, now. Gemini, yeah. yes. Oh, okay. honey, there's so, a lot so of y'all. What should I oh, expect? <laughs> me and Virgos, what, what are we supposed yes. to expect? So you should expect that Mercury going in retrograde would affect your signs much more than most. Again, I need to take off work is what I keep hearing you say. <laughs> there you go, permission. <laughs> of time and Give yourself permission, yes. All right, so it's going to affect us more. Yes. It has so a life to affect mm -hmm. Yes. So you may have more breakdowns in communication. You may have more frustrating conversation. You may have your technology affected more than most. You may not want to travel during Mercury in retrograde. That's also not recommended because, again, mm -hmm. there might be delays. There might be technological things happening. Now, not to say don't because sometimes you have to, sometimes you don't really have a choice. But if you do travel during a Mercury in retrograde, you do want to kind of, again, go with the flow, roll with the punches, expect the unexpected. You know, if you have any car issues or your trip might get delayed or, you know, certain things like that might happen, you just chalk it up to Mercury in retrograde, charge it to the game, you know, <laughs> and uh, don't be too upset if it does happen. Well, I have a question. Um we talk about communication technology and slowing down the pace. Right. Mm -hmm. But I, when I was growing up, I don't remember hearing about mercury and retrograde. I'm not saying that it's a new thing, but it does it affect us more now because we have so much more technology or is that why mm. we didn't really hear about it? Like That's a good question. Up? That is an awesome observation. I didn't really 
think about that, that could quite possibly be why. I mean, everything is technology based these days, you know? Um, So yeah, I'm sure that it's much more of an inconvenience to us now when our technology does uh, act up. You know, I I don't know. I think that, um, well, again, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole, but I feel like as a collective whole, as a collective consciousness, we're Mm -hmm. becoming much more aware of certain things Mm -hmm. like meditation, like mindfulness, like breathing, like Reiki, like chakras, like, you know, all kinds of uh, spiritual things. Mm -hmm. And I think because our eyes are being open to some of these uh, practices Mm -hmm. um, that now we're becoming much more aware of how the energy of the heavens and the celestial bodies affect us day to day. Um, So it's not that you know, Mercury has been going into retrograde ever since Mercury existed, you know, right, <laughs> but, right, exactly. you know, and even in the, the other thing is that our ancient ancestors, our African ancestors, our Native American ancestors, they recognized these movements. They were fully aware of the retrogrades. They knew when they were happening, timed them with precision. They took certain precautions, did certain things, didn't do certain things. So they were fully aware. We just, you know, in our, fast pace of life have lost touch with a lot of, um, you know, the things that we think are not as relevant to our day-to-day life, right? If it doesn't deal with traffic and, right, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, but I feel like now we're beginning to come back into tune with the flow of nature and kind of recognize how we can work with nature as opposed to against it. So I have, okay, are they all warnings mercury being in retrograde feels like a warning and Mm. venus and mars also go in retrograde and i'm curious are they all um warnings and if you don't mind would you tell me which zodiac signs seem to be affected by venus and mars going into into retrograde sure sure i sure can so I don't like to to say anything is a warning per se. You know, I read tarot cards and there are certain cards that I pull and people are like, oh my God, you know, this is, <laughs> this is awful. Like, and I'm like, well, here's the thing. Again, we always have free will. We have the choice, you know, certain things just need to be brought to your attention and then you can choose to do whatever you want to do with it from there, you know? So they're not necessarily warnings but they are things that you need to be aware of. Because again, if you're working with the energy, it can actually be a great time period. You know, uh, if you're working against it, you can become very frustrated very quickly with many different things in your daily experience. So thinking with me, that's not what I'm going to remember when they say (laughs) something's in retrograde, don't freak out. Yes. That is my cue to go with the flow. Exactly. Help me, right? Are we in met and are we in no Mercury in retrograde happens in October? Um, October. So in yes. October specifically, I'm going yes. to know about the communication and the technology and the, the speed of things. Yes. Um, I yes. think now are we in Mars? We are. Okay. We are. What do so I need Mars- to be flowing with right now? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Mars and Mercury are going to be retrograde pretty much at the same time. Is that 2020 hitting us again? Is that what's going on? Um, No, not necessarily. It feels like Uh, a a thing where we say, darn it, 2020. 
2020. I know everybody blames everything on 2020 right now, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> 2020 again. Um, no, Mercury goes retrograde about three times every year. So it's, it's not 2020 exclusive. Um, and Mars goes retrograde once every two years. So, um, well, so I guess maybe it is 2020 striking. That's again, what I'm saying. Of, yeah, I'm saying. That's true. what I'm talking about. Every two years and it lands now. So right in 2020. Mars? Yeah. Does Mars yeah. do anything weird I need to know about? Yeah. Mars is a, a pretty, uh, hmm. Mars is a very masculine energy planet. It is the planet of lust and war. Okay. So when, so when Mars is, is around, you can be very passionate. You can be very fired up. You can be inspired to action. You can accomplish a lot of goals or you can literally like be so frustrated. You want to kill somebody. Like you really want to just wring their neck. You can want to fight. You can be very aggressive. Uh, that's Mars on the negative side. Okay, so what happens when Mars goes into retrograde is depending on how you interact with the energy and what you decide to do, you can have a lot of fights, a lot of friction, a lot of tension in your, your relationships, or you can have less tension. You can be very fired up and ambitious and inspired to action, or you can be like, I don't feel like doing anything. <laughs> you know, yeah. I just feel like lamping and laying back. So you can have... Um, it, it can really go either way, depending on how you choose to work with that energy. Um, so pretty much when Mars goes retrograde, you're either going to be like, I'm tired, let me just lay out. Or you can be like, I'm fired up, I'm ready to go, let's, you know, get some things done. Um, because we're now in like the autumn-esque kind of winter-esque headed to winter period of the year, it's, I'm going to go ahead and say that most people are going to be like in hibernation mode pretty much for the rest of the year, at least until mid to late November. Um, Mars and Mercury will be coming out of retrograde about mid-November, so November 15th or so, um, it will be out. So I want to venture to say September, October, and the top half of November is going to be very interesting. Very interesting. Mercury in retrograde is slowing down the speed of things. Mars in retrograde is making us feel like I'm tired. I don't really feel like doing too much. And then uh, we'll also have Pluto. Pluto is going into retrograde as well. Pluto is still a planet. I'm confused. It is. That's what they're calling it, <laughs> at least. Yes, it is. Now, it's the one that's furthest away from us, to our knowledge, at least at this moment. So it has less of an effect on us than the Mercury-Mars-Venus trifecta, but mm -hmm. it does still have an effect. And so when Pluto goes into retrograde, we can have a lot of fears surface a lot of fear of death, a lot of fear of dying, a lot of fear of transformation. Mm. Pluto is a planet of death and transformation, okay. right? So whenever that goes retrograde, a lot of those issues can surface in us as a, as a humanity. Wait, did so, you say that happens? Say that one more time. When, when does that happen for us, that Pluto uh, in retrograde? That's believe, not now, right? Just tell me, please. Hold on, let, me, me. let me look at it I again. Don't have to, to do that like anytime <laughs> the rest of 2020 because I could use a break I know it, right that in my life right now. but 2021 I can deal with it but just no more 2020 right, right. <sighs> so Pluto is going uh coming direct so it's coming out of retrograde at the top of October 
So oh. you'll be happy to know that. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. So I think I'm being will... affected by that right now. But oh, okay. yes. Okay. Oh, yes. Pluto yeah. goes retrograde five months of every year. So for five months, there's oh. a time period where it's kind of like, well, what's happening? I don't know. You know, it's kind of like that transformative fear thing happening. So, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, have another, I have another question in this. Sure. Um, so astrology. Yes. And the year 2020. <laughs> Mm, mm -hmm. (laughs) um was there like some could you tell that 2020 was going to be an absolute disaster (laughs) (laughs) like the almanac supposed i'm just i'm curious i know that wasn't like (laughs) on our list of things to talk about but i'm just curious well here's the thing we are going through a major transformative period as a as a human race period in general we are shifting into what we call the age of Aquarius, okay? So pretty much the ages shift roughly around every 2,000 years or so. And so what's happening is our age is shifting, and we're in the infancy of that new age of Aquarius. And so what happens when you shift ages is things seem to fall apart before they come together, That's pretty much what you can surmise from every chapter in human history when we've gone from like the Victorian age, the Renaissance age, to the Iron Age, to like all of these new ages. Things tend to fall apart before they even out. And so because we're in the infancy of this stage of Aquarius, things are kind of a little haywire. They're kind of, they seem to be at least, they seem to be. I'm pretty certain um, I can call it. You can call it, you can put your finger on it. Yeah, but you know, sometimes things fall apart only to come back together again, Mm -hmm. even better, you know, and um, it's it's so funny because me and my husband were just talking about that. We have been talking about remodeling our house, renovating it, fixing it, painting it, getting new stuff. And so we had, you know, this whole vision of how great it was going to look. And then once we started getting it in motion, we had the guy painting, everything is everywhere. You know, dishes are out of the cabinet, like stuff is, you know, the house is a mess. And it's like, you know, sometimes you have to go through that, you know, messy, like, I don't know what's happening phase. I don't know where anything is phase before, you know, the paint is on the walls and the decor is up and everything is nice and neat and in order. So that's really in essence what's happening. Again, we're in the infancy of the age of Aquarius. So if you think about the infant years of your children, you know, and how messy it can be and how Mm -hmm. like teetering they are and kind of not, you know, being sure of themselves and all of that, that's where we are as a collective human consciousness. Mm -hmm. And so it seems like things are kind of falling apart, but then again, it's up to us. It's up to you all to share the information. It's up to us to be the light in the dark places and to spread the news and to spread the truth. Um, so that we can continue to evolve in a healthy way towards a utopia, not a dystopia. Right. Well, thank you. That uh, that imagery actually helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, yeah, I think what I get is transformation is messy. It can be. It can be. I mean, that's why they call it the growing pains. You know, growth is not always, it's not always fun. fun. It's not always mm-hmm. cute. You know, that it has to be messy. I mean, even a caterpillar before it transforms to a butterfly is a, it's a pile of goo. It's a mess, you know, <laughs> it, it dissolves into goo, you know, <laughs> before it, it transforms. Exactly. So, you know, it, that's how it goes. And if we want that 
brighter day of transformation, sometimes we have to go through the fire to get to arise out of the ashes, you know? Okay, so I'm thinking we're in a fire. That's, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. And we're about to pull out. That, that's a wonderful Jump way. Jumpstart fire? Yeah, no, that's <laughs> you know how I'm thinking. <laughs> Saying it's funny, they have ashes, and we can still rise from the dumpster fire ashes. But that's what's going on. But we can do it, we can do it. That's okay. I love Misty's optimism. She's like, She doesn't let us pull her down, right? We can't, so what? There's a dumpster floating down, down. you've seen that meme, right? Where the fire, fire. and she's like, Don't worry about it, it'll go out eventually, exactly, exactly. Exactly. Well, you know, it's interesting because I am, I do astrology and Scorpio, I'm a full-blooded Scorpio. Scorpio is a sign of death and transformation. Mm -hmm. You know, we have gone through the fire to transform. That is one of our superpowers. So for me, I'm like, it's just a fire. It's all good. It ain't nothing but a thing. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's, you know, that's why we need all the signs because all the signs have certain superpowers, you know? And uh, yeah, transformation is just a thing that we do in this lifetime. So uh, yeah, we'll be, I think if we all work together Mm -hmm. and we all continue to open our minds to receive this information and to do podcasts like what you're doing, Mm -hmm. if we continue along this path, humanity will be fine and we will continue to thrive. If we fall for the okie doke and the, you know, the media and the lies and the propaganda and all the stuff that, you know, uh, certain people would have us believe, then we will become much more disjointed than ever before. And that will be a problem. Mm. So, um, but again, it's up to us. We can do it, y'all. <laughs> you once said something about um, in, in times like these, uh, yes. we're going to say retrograde or 2020, but you, you had a list of reads that we needed to do. Yes, yes. Can you help me go back over the reads. Yes, yes, yes. So during any retrograde, but Mercury in particular, because again, Mercury is a planet of speed. So when it goes retrograde, things tend to slow down. Mm -hmm. So during that slowdown, what you want to do is you want to do all the re's. So revitalize, rejuvenate, relax, review, review your plans, review the things you said that you wanted, you know, like go over them and make sure that's what you still want. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to do all of the reads, take a breath, you know, take a moment, take a pause. It's really in truth, nature's pause. Mm -hmm. It's nature Mm -hmm. hitting the pause button to say, okay, now before we move forward, are you sure that this is really what you want to do? <laughs> you know, because sometimes we say we want things and then we get them and we're like, did I really ask for this? Is this what I wanted? Because this ain't, this ain't really what I wanted. I really have this Oh, totally. Oh, oh, all the time. Girl, listen, I didn't return so many things to the store because I'm like, no, this isn't really what I wanted. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. So this is your time. Mercury, Mars, uh, Pluto, all the retro grades are really your time to rejuvenate yourself first of all mm-hmm. because it's a time to really look back at where you've come from and say look I've accomplished a lot we've done a lot this year let me you know like pat myself on the back take a moment and uh, you know just re- refill refill that's a good one refill your well with energy um, drink your water now is also a good time to detox mm-hmm. your body you know, uh, we're changing seasons and also we're in retrograde. So that's a good time to get out 
of your physical body, all the things that don't need to be there anymore. Okay. So now's the time to just replenish, um, relax, rejuvenate, and review your plans. Pretty much. A lot. Yes. <laughs> Relax, relate, release. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now that, yes. So you said you jumped into this. This is the perfect time. You started talking about the superpowers. And one of the things we like to do is when we have guests on, we like to know, girl, what is your superpower? <laughs> that is so funny. Because when you first mentioned that to me, I was like, just one? Like, I got to just pick one? <laughs> Because like, I mean, because here's the thing, I am actually lately going over my superpowers and all the things I do really, really well, you know, um, and I'm recognizing like, I actually do, there are quite a few things. <laughs> so I'm like, hmm, which one do I pick? Um, but I think my main one that we talked about was not being afraid of transformation, not being afraid to face my own self, and to be honest with my own self you know, and to really see where I need to improve, see where I need to forgive others, where I need to forgive myself, where I need to ask for forgiveness, you know, um, see where I need to keep it real, where I may have been fooling myself, you know, and so I feel like that's in truth a superpower that everybody has, Mm -hmm. but not everybody is willing to face, is not willing to use. Um, you know, and so I feel like, yeah, transformation, I'm all about the growth. I don't want to leave here the same person I came. I don't want to be the same person today that I was five years ago. You know, I'm all about the growth and the, the ascension of it all. A lot of courage so, in that superpower. Yeah. Oh, Ashe, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Well, we sure do appreciate that. That was like, I like that. I mean, that we shouldn't. Form. Huh, say it again. I am informed. I know. Awesome. I, I know. And and the thing about it is, is I know this is only the smallest taste of this is the kindergarten. What, this is one on one. I don't even know if it's kindergarten. I think it's like preschool. I think, I think we're just getting. And I, yes, yes, that's so funny. Oh my goodness! But we want to give our listeners an opportunity to find out how to um, get a hold of you. So can you let people know what's the best way to reach out to you if they have more questions? Absolutely. Well, first, let me thank you two beautiful queens for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Had a great time. So if anybody would like to reach me, my website is thespiritualattorney.com. Thespiritualattorney.com. All of my social media, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube is The Spiritual Attorney. So I tried to keep it as uniform as possible for everybody. (laughs) Yeah, so you can feel free to DM me on um, Facebook, IG. Uh, If you go to my website, the telephone number, the email address is up there. Email is just info at The Spiritual Attorney. So pretty simple. My telephone number, I'll share it. I, I kind of hesitate because my phone be, my phone be blown. You know what? If they can't oh, look it up. Right, right. Let's, right. let's, let's We could leave it right there. That's true. During your rest and renewal period, you can just go online. Hopefully your internet isn't acting up and uh, look me up. So thespiritualattorney.com. If you have questions, uh, feel free to reach out. I do host classes. I do teach uh, these subjects, um, 
And so, uh, yeah, feel free. I'm always down to talk about the things that I'm passionate about. So reach out to me. We can tell you're passionate about it. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) You're engaging too. So that is really fantastic. We so much appreciate that you would come on and speak with us and Mm -hmm. help us learn and thereby letting our listeners learn all about this. This is kind of like mind blowing. I'm thank you so much. I feel like I know so much more today. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for having me, y'all. I appreciate you two beautiful goddesses. Oh, yeah. And uh, anytime, just holla and I'll, I'll, be, I'll be open for questions. All right. Well, we always have lots of questions. We always we make I love it. Take you up on that one, okay? Yeah. Absolutely. Anytime. All right. Well, we want to thank our listeners for coming by and listening to us with our special guest, Misty Oaks Paxton. She is the spiritual attorney. And I say the heavily because I think she is the one to talk to. <laughs> so listeners, until next time, peace, peace and blessing. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Girl Podcast. That's girl with three R's. And if you want to participate in our segment, Ask Your Girlfriends, email us at girlpodcast at gmail.com. That's girl with three R's. (laughs) So until next time, peace Peace and and blessings. blessings.